it's morning. And that means it's time for Rotten Mornings. The best way to start your morning off rotten. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Rotten Morning. Good morning. Matt, Matt is uh, transforming from an ice maker into a podcast. I'm coming out of my chrysalis. Ow. Uh, if you guys didn't hear our podcast about vampires... Lucky don't... you. <laughs> uh, I'm... Scott. Yep, you're still Scott. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. I feel like we should just tell people I'm Scott. Okay. You guys didn't know. You're Scott. If you didn't know, then I'm. <laughs> we have a format. I... We have a format here, Matt. Matt. Oh, yeah. I said it. Okay. My name's Matt, and I have a format. Well, this is starting off well. I think that uh, <laughs> so I don't want to go in, go ahead and uh, get a kind of a temperature check. How are you feeling? You feeling good? Oh, I'm good. I'm I'm good. Yeah. You excited about today? Uh, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff to do. We're going to talk about what's coming up on our our broadcast schedule here. Uh, but first, let's talk about the the stuff that we saw yesterday. Yes, good. Proud of you. <laughs> so, uh, yesterday uh, we had a uh, a podcast and we talked about big big fatai. Is that yes, what it big, is? Big fiat. Big fiat. Big I big don't fiat. know if you like a big fiat or you not. Like I'm... my big fiat because they're being to be inside of your butthole. Um. Okay. <laughs> the last time it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we had talked about we we uh, attempted to talk about Bigfoot, but we kept having technical issues, huh? Yeah, we had a serious uh, gremlin issue with the podcast. Mm-mm. We should probably explore that issue further. You mean by having more of them? By having more gremlins? Yes. Oh, definitely. I just definitely. add water. And then um, we had our first review review today. Yes, for the haunted chicken house. Yeah, that was pretty we had that yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, that's right. Yeah, we had our first review fun. yesterday. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, that was a good good review. I, you know, I, I don't want to give a false impression. Sometimes, uh, when we are at haunts, um just by the kind of strange nature of who we are, strange things happen. Um, so when I'm watching the, uh, the review, I see one of those strange things happen, and I'm sure anyone else who watched it also picked up on it. And what Matt, was that? 
Matt and Brandy enter the uh, crazy train, which gives me anxiety to watch them get on. <laughs> like I had a feeling of dread. <laughs> as soon as soon as they pull off, they are transported into daylight. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's just for the just for the ride because then later on it's dark again. Just that's how awesome that that ride is. Yeah, and uh, guys, if that doesn't happen, um, well, it probably will. It probably will. <laughs> yeah, it it will scare, and I'm sorry to say that, but it will scare the daylights out of you or into you. <laughs> Wow. Um, looks like you guys had a lot of fun. Did you have a lot of fun? Yeah, it was, it was super fun, man. I really enjoyed it out there. I love them. The, the haunts have been just packed with people. Good Lord. You know, I, um, I've been kind of hesitant about the haunts just because uh, of stuff. But, like, you know, like, I saw some masks. And I saw people, like, you know, responsible and stuff. And, and really... Uh, while it, the the haunts kind of you know have the recommendations of masks and social distance and stuff, it's really the people showing up who that's on, you know, and and to see yeah. people doing that and stuff, I'm encouraged by it, you know. They're doing what they can, um, and that's awesome. Yeah, and that's that's what that if we're all doing our part and doing what we can, uh, every little thing helps, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly say that. The haunts probably do more than like most restaurants do. Yeah. Um. So we had that, and I look forward to more rotten reviews in the future. Those will be uh, those will be good. Uh, looks like that's very popular. Uh, yeah, it's going going a little little viral right now. Um, and then we had then we had uh, the what? sixth episode of Rotten Strips. Yeah, we had that. Well, well, that was a that was a hoot. Let me tell you something. Oh boy! First of all, I know a lot of the, I know a lot of people don't laugh at the same jokes in our episodes that we laugh at. Right. Don't, don't get them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when you had her repeating herself, that was hilarious to me. Oh boy! When you um. The uh, the tortilla poem was amazing, though I, I could not <laughs> I could not stop laughing for the whole entire tortillas. <laughs> I uh, was really nervous about that piece. I'm not gonna lie. That was probably the crowning achievement of that episode. Uh, and that that happened uh, just because I went out to my car for lunch as I'm trying to figure out how to make an episode at work. And there were some tortillas. And, yeah, it was a gift from corn. Right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of tell you something funny about that uh, that segment. Uh, do you recognize the voice? I thought it was just your voice with a filter. It sounds so much like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. That's my phone reading this poem to me, and I just filtering that, and then I heard it back, and I'm like, that's me, though. Oh, my what? God, that's wild. That's hilarious. 
In fact, the the voices that I did do in this episode sound less like me than that did. <laughs> oh, heck. Oh, well. So it's fun. You enjoyed it? I enjoyed it a lot. I did. Uh, was that a porno at the end there? Is it like Debbie Does uh, Dallas or something? It was specifically Bambi Woods in Debbie Does Dallas. Shut up. No, I'm, I'm, that's that's exactly it. The, the famous scene is landed it. Huh? Hell yeah! I'm so proud yes. of myself for catching that one. Yeah, or uh, embarrassed. No, the, no, no, uh, no, I'm not embarrassed by that information in the least. Uh, and I only had a, I only had to cut out uh, a couple of little parts. Uh, little there. parts, indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it in by a hair. Uh, <laughs> uh, um cool well, well we have okay so today is wednesday and we have things coming out today it we, being wednesday we do uh today we will have uh of course what you're listening to currently um mm. we should have our review for hellbilly hollow and the seventh episode of uh, Rotten Strips. And maybe again, maybe Dolls vs. Teddy Bears, but it has not worked out for me yet. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We know that when it when it does, if it does, but when it does, uh, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not ever, maybe but when it does. Soon for the rest of our lives. <laughs> um, you know, it'll be great, so... Uh, that'll be good. I, I'm looking forward to Hellbilly Hollow review, and I am looking for the first, like the end of the first week of Rotten Strips. Mm, yeah, it's true. That's wild, man. So, like, how how likely do you think it is that I'm going to show the to be continued episode and not just leave people wanting it until Friday? Oh, I'm a hundred. <laughs> I so want to do it. I so want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got one piece of footage that I'm sitting on that I'm like I got nothing else, but <laughs> I don't want to show. I know, it right? <laughs> I really want to like. I want to keep it one more, um, like at least for my next episode and your next episode until Friday, so then people will like tune in. But it, I'm gonna say, and now the continuation. Uh, of something else <laughs> it's probably gonna be if you want it's probably gonna be the Callum's like because <laughs> that technically ended on a to be continued also did it yeah because i thought I, he was just like thought, hey how's it going all right thanks <laughs> you're talking about at uh scuttles Emporium. yes exactly uh i was uh i was really I love that bit because it's like, hey, I'd like for you to check out the other features. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Total number of features they had. Zero, Zero features. <laughs> but we checked them all out. Yeah, so I, I, I don't like, know. That's not necessarily going to happen. There's a good chance that it might be that could be continued, but I don't really know. Um. It's okay. That's okay. I uh, we we have things. We have other stuff. We're gonna be good. 
and and really, we're just doing this for uh, those of uh, those of the uh, people who are listening and people who are watching our stuff. They know that it'll just be random and silly, whatever. And that we rock it random and silly. So if you like, honestly, guys, if you like like almost anything on Adult Swim that can just kind of cover so many different bases, then we are 100% your cup of tea. Yeah, so if you've been watching Rotten Strips, you've seen um, ground tortillas <laughs> and you've seen five-hour unedited footage of a bush. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty much it. You're filming trash, and I'm filming nature. It's very, <laughs> it's very esoteric. Uh, pretty much, if I'm filming, I'm filming trash. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Well, um, we're going to go ahead and jump off of here. Uh, if you guys want to stick around, stay tuned. We have a a fun topic that we're going to talk about in our, our supernatural section. Yeah, spooky, weird. Um, so stick around after the break, and we'll see you here shortly. Have a rotten morning. Have a rotten morning, guys. Strange creatures come large and small. Creatures inhabit all parts of the world. On this episode, we explore gremlins, the mischievous creatures known to sabotage aircraft. So, the topic is gremlins. Gremlins. Magua. Uh, I'm joined in this episode by someone just randomly saying Magua. <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, let's do talk about Gremlins a little bit. Um, and then kind of we'll talk about the movie too if you want to. But. Um, it's grossly inaccurate. <laughs> do you think so? Well, it doesn't have anything to do with what gremlins actually were. Yeah, it does have that one component. Um, doing the research for this, it was really interesting because we think of a lot of the uh, folklore and myths and legends uh, occurring you know, hundreds of years ago and that being passed down, passed down, passed down. But then you look at these more popular uh, cryptids, and they're relatively new, like Mothman. You know, that's a relatively new one in, in it, the grand scheme of things. And then also uh, Gremlins. Gremlins came from World War II. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. that I mean, I, I knew that they had talked about them in the war. I guess, like, the reason I figured they were so, like, quote-unquote ancient is because it kind of seems like they might be sampled from other folklore. Yeah. They, uh, and again, this is just the research that I did. Uh, it sounded like there people were saying, Oh yeah, I knew about them in the first world war, uh, but there's no documentation that that was ever used. So 
World War II is the first time we ever seen any documentation of this this term, and but it was kind I, uh, of a. Am I wrong what? about some sort of a a creature in Norway, possibly a brownie that would like steal shoes or something like that? No, that's that's uh that's accurate. Um, and in as much as any of the facts that we say on the show are yeah, right. By accurate, you mean I I also believe I've heard that, but can't really say I have a source. <laughs> So the the gremlins kind of took the shape of these mischievous uh, creatures that would like uh, the first kind of instances where they would cut the wires on biplanes. Of course, you know biplanes wires are what controls the props and and the wings. Um, so cutting those would be very bad, right? Right. But it were these, and it didn't ever seem like the they were like trying to damage you for the. For the enemy, like the enemy claimed to have just as many gremlin problems. Well, let me ask you this. Why did the gremlin become prevalent? And what, like, what was the purpose behind it? I don't understand. Like, did they just all of a sudden say, like, oh, well, there's gremlins? Like, why? I don't, uh, the, there's a debate about the etymology of that specific word, but it was similar to saying, oh, uh, hey, uh, a demon must have did that. Oh yeah, we must have you know, like a oh, a spirits came in here and and did well, it. Or, I guess I guess know. I'm asking not necessarily where the name came from, but why they needed gremlins. Oh, I see. So, uh, in in a very stressful kind of wartime, uh, if anybody would make a mistake, uh, whether they didn't check something or whether they just made a mistake instead of saying that they made the mistake or blaming it or throwing blame on, on someone else or on themselves, they would blame it on this other entity. They'd blame it on, on gremlins. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, gremlins became kind of the scapegoat, but you know, Matt, we, we talked about this in a previous podcast. When you, when you give a name to something and you give a belief to something and then you create a culture to something, you can kind of make that thing, right? Yeah, like manifest uh, mass um, mass belief, mass hysteria, sort of. That's right. So, uh, gremlins may not have existed until we needed them to exist, right? Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. I mean, that works with a lot of cryptos, especially like newer ones, like things like Siren Head and stuff like that, like things like that couldn't have existed back in the day. They had no concept of those things. You know what I mean? Sure. But they're still like a great example of just like a continuation of an older thing. Like you look at, you look at Slender Man and he's kind of like another creature or like Siren Head. He's like the, the Banshee or, or the Will-O-Wisp or something. You know what I mean? Like they all still have these common tropes to them but they're like sort of an evolution of an original idea. Each one being that sort of unknown. Like if we don't know it, we love to give it a name. Right. And it, it's weird. We see the prevalence of the, the mischievous ones. The, we are, are going to cause hijinks for the sake only of hijinks, not to be evil or to be good, but just to be, mischievous right the same way my dog has no concept that she is doing the one 
thing that could be the worst thing for me, but she's just doing it because she's like, hey, this is a thing I could do. Right. It's not, she's not trying to be bad. It's just, she's just trying to, to dog. Yeah. She's dog and throw. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> But okay, I so guess there's nothing wrong with dogging, like dogs dogging, like that's that's acceptable. I mean, dogs and, dog and unacceptable, unacceptable uh, topic to to take this to. So back to Gremlins. <laughs> so yeah, so you have the movie of Gremlins, which kind of sort of took the mythos in a completely different direction. Because, yes, they were mischievous, but they were very maliciously mischievous. When, when, into the evil versions of them, I guess. But technically, uh, Gizmo, technically, they weren't gremlins. They just gave the movie the name, technically, that it was a mogwai. Sure. I mean, they, uh, the, the gremlin myth came more prevalent with Roel Dahl, who wrote the gremlin story. Oh, he wrote and the, the movie. Uh, was he wrote the witches also? That's about to have a remake. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, he wrote a lot of interesting stuff that people don't don't give him credit for. But uh, fascinating guy. But he actually was in the uh, one of the the branches, the Air Force branches. And so he was familiar with Gremlins, and he wrote the children's book. Huh. Actually, Lady Bird Johnson used to to read his Gremlins uh, storybook to her children in the White House. Oh, that's awesome. Hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So we we talked about that, and we so the the Royal Bull uh, Royal Tall book exists, and the film uh, kind of loosely based on on that, but. To me, more iconically, Gremlin will always be Nightmare at Twenty Thousand Feet. Yeah, and I was gonna say that, like, how many offshoot characters? How many random, out of nowhere, like not giant, but like a big group, like say, like critters and stuff like that? How many of them can I say one line, and you know which side character I'm talking about? One line I could say, and people that know horror. They'll know exactly what character I'm talking about. You know what that line is? What's the line, Scott? There's something, something weird. On the wing. Some one. Uh, did John Lithgow say that line? In the remake? In the film version? Yes. I, I couldn't remember. I was, I was trying to, as you were saying that, I was trying to remember if. He said that line. At, at, uh, he didn't do it as Shatner as Shatner did. No, he did not. Uh, but he did. Uh, he did play that character. I'm, I like John Lithgow. I think he's great. But I, it'll always be Shatner saying the line. It'll always be that. There's something on the wing. Something. The Twilight Zone episodes never stop being relevant. 
I can agree. With Would that. you agree with that? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, there's uh, there's still Twilight Zone episodes that are published in English books. When I was in English, one of the Twilight Zone episodes we like almost studied as sort of a an idea of sociology and stuff. And it was the episode um, when um, the aliens the come to Maple Street. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, that's. I listened to that again the other day, the, uh, an audio version of that, and still chilling and as provocative as when it came out then. Well, it even like you listen to that now and you go to like a town and don't be surprised if that's what people are talking like right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. It's terrifying, right? It's, everybody's trying to figure out who the monsters are. Oh, man. Um, so we talked about the gremlins and we talked about, uh, and I guess we should point out that another kind of specific thing about gremlins were that they were specifically aircraft mischief makers. Um, that's something that's kind of left out in any story. That's not that, but, uh, we don't have a lot of creatures that are specific to this, I guess, uh, like the Kraken, attacked boats he didn't attack you know school buses yeah but that's a little bit different it's not like gremlins have wings they did originally or i don't i can't say that i'm sorry they were flying people oh because they they could fly yeah they were like little flying people and then they would like and they were more humanoid than the the monster thing. The, well, the, the Kraken's not a swimming person, so right. That's fair. That's fair. I guess that's just, you're just an expert on the Kraken, huh? Yeah. See, the creature from the Black Lagoon couldn't be called the creature from the Black Lagoon if it went to the Black Lagoon after the fact. It's the creature on his way to the Black Lagoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I went to the Black Lagoon the other day. I met a creature, and on his back, he had seven bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ridiculous, ridiculous. Anyway, I think that the story of Gremlins is fun because uh, the story come about... And then uh, it has made itself into an iconic thing. And, and definitely uh, Roald Dahl had some part of it. But I think the film and the Twilight Zone episodes for you and I has been more iconic. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. So, uh, guys, if, if y'all have gremlin stories or know more about gremlins, uh, you want to leave something in the comments so we'll talk about it. Uh, otherwise, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, and um, you guys have a rotten morning. Hey, if uh, you guys know how to um, work this new young person technology, let us know so we can stop blaming it on things and have a rotten morning. Stay rotten. <laughs> Stay rotten.